Welcome to Awesome Season 3, the podcast where we tell you whether a movie is awesome, so-so, or meh. I'm Matt. No, I'm Matt. I'm Dave. I'm LJ. This season, we're screwing with the space-time continuum, so you don't have to. Mm. It is now about time. Yeah. I've been sitting here discussing Dave's 47 laptops that he has in here. But, you know, it's only <clears throat> certain members of his family who have the hoarding gene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I do have to say. And we just in a room with one, two, three, four, one, hang on, no, one, two, three computer monitors. One, three? Two, no, 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 no. Four, five, four, five six, oh. seven, eight. Sorry, I, I forgot to look all the way up at the ceiling. <laughs> there's actually one. There's, I, there's I, at least ten different computers in here. And if you put all the parts of all of them together, it might make one that works. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. In fact, Donnie, you called me or texted me the other day, and he asked me. Uh, he's like, "Hey, I have an old CRT I borrowed from you uh, way back in the day. Do you want it back?" And uh, I told him no, and then tell him what you told me. I said, "Good. It was a trick. It was a trap. If he had said yes, I was going to follow it up with." Okay, so who's the hoarder in your family? 17-inch CRT from, like, 20 years ago. But I bet if you asked him again or if it was in your car right now, he would just he would take it. So oh, I told him I would take it yeah. so that I could recycle it for him. I didn't want to burden him with it. I said, you're coming down on Tuesday, or, well, Tuesday. To time. be honest, it is in my truck, but for purposes, I'm going to take it to Goodwill. But I feel like if I did give it to him tonight, it would be over here collecting dust for the next six months. And Dave would not recycle it. He would give it to one of his children. <laughs> He'd, he'd hang it in their room and tell them this is just as good. Probably, <laughs> probably Savannah because he loves her the least. <laughs> hey, the so, nice thing about giving... I would rather give my kids old tech because at least they, yeah. would, they, they wouldn't be so, like, enamored with it. Like, oh, my computer... Exactly. You know, you know maybe you'd hook your home security system up to that old CRT because that they just w- seemed right. They would because it would be a new thing. I mean, wouldn't they? Yeah, but I mean, like, the kids this year are asking for Nintendo Switches mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Xbox Ones and stuff like that. We're not going to get them any of that because the the best we've got right now, I, I'm not sure if the Xbox 360 is new. No, the Wii U is probably newer. So, but if we got them the latest and greatest system, then they're going to want the latest and greatest games. And they're so going instead, he's going to give them an oscillating fan. <laughs> And Pong. <laughs> and so, you know what? You can talk into this and it'll say, <laughs> Yeah. Don't pretend like you never did that. Absolutely. No. I am Darth Vader. He has three Game Boy Pockets ready to go. <laughs> yeah. His kids, his kids get, get those new things, but Dave can have 47 laptops. Actually, Dave, if you do take the CRT back, you can fashion, you can fix any old Game Boy screens by taking pieces of the CRT screen oh, and replacing Or you could hook the Game Boy up to the CRT TV or monitor or whatever you actually, I assume it's a monitor. So yeah. you're playing your Game Boy on that monitor. Mm. So yeah. And then I bet nobody else has one of those. Your I don't kids. think Game Boys had video out. <laughs> then you yeah. can catch the original 150 Pokemon on a nice screen. Mm. There's a, a, I think they call them Pokey Grandpa or something. Some Detective, hand, Detective Pikachu? No, some guy in China. I was, was surprised by that, <coughs> by the way. Not by the movie, because I knew the movie was coming out. Go ahead and finish. So this guy's like oh. 78 years old. 
I think it was 78. That's kind of a problem with David Pikachu, though. He would ride his bike around. Yeah. I think it was China, some Asian country. And he yeah. had, I want to say 26. They're all the same. 26. Um, cell phones. Know, iPhones or cell phones yeah. or whatever. Hooked up to his bike in like an array. He's carrying a battery pack with him. Because he realized the only way he was going to be able to catch them all was if he had lots of phones. And so he rides all around the city with all these phones playing Pokemon on all of them at once. Absolutely. No, my friends got Dave more... Dave says this like that's awesome no, and great. my friends got even more sophisticated. They installed spoofing apps on their phone to spoof their GPS in other countries so that their phone would take them other places so they could get the country-specific Pokemon. Well, I did that, but eventually started knowing that I was spoofing somehow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So they were cared less about playing the game and more about just collecting. Yeah. I don't know if that game I, has any... This guy had like... It was lost. I mean, it doesn't say you got to play them all. It's you got to catch them. No, all. no. I mean, that's fine. It just seems Pokemon. like Pokemon. Yeah. Has anybody actually caught them all? I mean, Probably. like on like 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 on Red and Blue, yeah. Hmm. Like you mean like the original Game Boy games? Hmm. Oh, the current generation. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably people that hit caught everything for a brief moment before they release more. But they, you know, they can always just make up more Pokemon. Well, I mean, they're all, I don't even know what they're at. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't know either. The, no idea. LJ brought up a good topic. Detective Pikachu. Okay, I knew... What so, is this? It's a new Pokemon movie. And live, I, okay, live, I knew... Live action... Uh, have there been Pokemon movies? Before? Yeah, but yeah, this is a live action, like, animated hi- hi- CGI hybrid. Oh. Like, Pikachu's... Yeah, all the... Obviously, the Pokemon are not... are all CGI, but, like, the all everyone else is... Live action. Practical effects Pokemon. I knew this movie was coming out. I don't remember it, really. As far as, like, I remember hearing about it, I feel like, a year ago. I heard about it, and that Ryan Reynolds was in it. And I thought it was a bad idea. Me too. And I I didn't know what it was going to be. Ryan Reynolds was in a Pokemon movie? Yes. He's the voice of Pikachu. Oh my gosh. But it's one of those things where it was like, when I heard about it, I was like, okay, this is... I heard about it, and I just assumed, because I didn't look much into it. I was like, okay, really, Detective Pikachu? Are we really this desperate Pokemon to keep making movies? The trailer is awesome. The trailer is surprisingly good. And now people are asking, is there going to be a Pokemon cinematic universe, by the way? (laughs) But the premise is, Pokemon make their Pokemon sound. Hey, but there's be be respectful. There's one kid, like who's a... His dad was a cop or something. He was a cop. And he can hear Pikachu actually talk. Mm-hmm. And when Pikachu actually talks, it's Ryan Reynolds' voice. And Pikachu's the like... The rest you... of the movie has no words. No. Humans interact with each other. Oh, there's humans in there. Yeah, I said it's a live-action CGI hybrid. Oh, okay. It, it, yeah. take, it takes place in... Pokemon oh, okay. City. Yeah. I see. Um. So, yeah. So, and and Pikachu is just as surprised that anybody can hear him. Because mm. he even says, like, everyone just usually hears me go, Pika, Pika. But you can actually hear me? And he's like, yeah. And then the kid, in the trailer, the kid's like, hang on. Can you hear Pikachu? Like, oh, Pika, Pika, that's so cute. And he's like, seriously, get away from me, guys. Like, if he's talking like normal, and he can hear his norm, like, normal voice. In a right, sense. and I think they're trying to find, the, to solve the disappearance of the guy's dad or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks surprisingly good. Um, also, what looked better than I thought it would is the live action demo. I oh, okay. They just released a new trailer for that. You got a, a reunion of Tim Burton, Batman and the Penguin, because Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton are both in it. Oh, really? Yeah, and mm. Tim Burton directed. 
It was like, I was like, okay. Please tell me Johnny Depp is not in it. Um, if Johnny Depp's in it, they're saving that. He's for the, the voice of the cricket. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they don't have Johnny Depp. Okay. So does Pikachu in that movie wear the um, Deadpool costume? Yeah. <laughs> but Why? Because Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I see. Yeah. But yeah, no. Okay, this is very similar to... I was talking about this the other day because Ash and I... How do you go from Deadpool... To Pikachu, it's honestly, honestly, it's very honestly easy. all it does is feel like a like a PG rated um, Deadpool. Like, oh, like Pikachu's character is sarcastic and oh, really? like yes. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of, did you guys hear that they're re-releasing Deadpool two like this holiday season with a PG thirteen rating, and they filmed a bunch of new scenes? Oh no, I didn't hear that. They filmed a bunch of new scenes. They're cutting out the stuff that makes it R. They filmed a bunch of new stuff. And they re-release it in theaters. I haven't seen Deadpool two. I really yeah, want to. I haven't seen Dude. Deadpool one. Oh, no, I haven't seen either. The one. first one is oh, the nice. Is great. Is yeah. it because it didn't do well enough? No, because they want to do more, more money. money. Yeah, no, make it's great. money, money, make money, money. But yeah, if you've already got the movie filmed, and all you have to do is cut out the few horrifically bloody or cursing words. I mean, one. Well, I mean, this ain't neat. I mean, you they probably already have. A somewhat edited version down for certain things uh-huh. to make it airplanes because airplanes are edited right airplanes and airplanes or when it's on going to be on TBS on, yeah yeah it's like, when it's mm-hmm. on like TBS for Marvel weekend or right are you ready for your superhero marathon did yeah. you already with Deadpool which one of the Deadpool's one or two did they cut out a scene because they said it was too violent and then I watched it the scene and. It was violent, but they said it was like tonally not correct either. And I don't know which one. Okay, I watched the scene. I was like, "This is not." I'd be that surprised bad. if they cut much out of Deadpool at all. They did. They cut a whole scene of him murdering a guy. But I wonder if I wonder if within the context of the actual movie, like if you were to be watching the movie and that scene were there. If he would have had a different reaction than seeing that scene removed from... Right. You know what? It was Deadpool 1 because it was part of the origin. Uh-huh. And in, in Deadpool... Oh, I don't want to spoil too much for you, but... You're also Dave. So. Anyway, he, 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 he killed yeah, him. That's that's with good reason, but it's <laughs> violent. Probably um, not. Is the humor there? Uh, no. Or is it played more straight? It's very straight. So that might have been the tone issues they were talking about. Yeah, they could have like looked at the whole thing and it could have just been <clears throat> violent. And it could have just sort of not fit in as far as like... We start off really dark and rather than dark, dark and that's... humor. It's just dark and serious, and it might sort of feel like. Uh, I yeah. saw um, I saw the new Halloween uh, good, last huh? week. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. A lot of homages to uh, and Easter eggs to original Halloween. Mm, yeah. uh, some good good tension. My wife was scared. My, but it wasn't like... my mother in law was like kind of tense and stuff. It was mm. great. It wasn't a. T- it's not terribly. It's just. Suspenseful, yeah. And like, Brittany doesn't like horror, but she yeah. liked that. And there's a lot more humor in this. No surprise, it was co-written by Danny McBride than the original Halloween had. Mm. Yeah, a lot of suspense, but it was I, I really very liked good. It. I think good horror includes good suspense. Uh-huh. Yes, well, and I'm not like a that, lot of jump no. scares. I was just saying there was. Nope, just I don't like that because yeah. that to me becomes a after like a couple of them. It's like okay. Well, the original That's Halloween doesn't have a lot of jump scares. No, the, like original, the original Halloween is very good. Because it is more suspense. Like, there's just those movies that it's much more suspense-based than just... I know that things can't be creepy or eerie, 
But I think a lot of those ones that just, you know, the horror movies that you feel like, you know, the one that, whatever, whatever one is pumped, there's always one yeah. horror movie that's either coming out or about, you know, I mean, like, I feel most of them are just, oh, here, it's The Conjuring 18. Yeah. And it's the same story, but now the demon does this scary things. And, like, <clears throat> where I feel like there's a lot more difference to that, like, where you're just on the edge of your seat and you're... You're actually nervous the whole yeah. time rather there's than a, just waiting for something there's to a, happen. There's a great eight-episode podcast called Halloween Unmasked, hosted by eight, hosted and written by Amy Nicholson, the co-host of Unspooled, mm-hmm. um, where she delves deep into like the Halloween movie, um, John Carpenter, um, everything gets into the sequels and and the history of like the whole series. She has interviews with like John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis and and everybody and then uh takes it up into um uh um the new Halloween. There's like an episode on the Scream Queens and the Final Girls and mm. and, and that kind of stuff. It's it's a it's a fantastic uh, podcast and it's just a like an episode mini series. I know thrillers or psychological thrillers, which is like just a subgenre of thrillers, sure. are not horror movies. But I feel like thrillers tend to sit with me longer and leave me more unsettled <clears throat> than a horror movie. Right. Like Prisoners. Oh, that was oh, a yeah. great movie. That's not <laughs> a horror movie, but good night. It makes you feel horrible. What's Jake Jilly. What's the one recent about... Um, <clears throat> Shutter Island. Oh, recent? Recent? Oh, it's not recent. It's as recent but... as Dave's computer, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. I did just show you a Shutter Island. To me, I like... It was recent. I like those kinds of movies. I don't like mm-hmm. the let's just be demonic movies. Well, and as I say, and for yeah. me, for me, like, good horror movies are something more like the original Halloween. I think the first Alien is a really good... Because mm-hmm. you... I mean, yeah, when it comes out, there are jump scenes, but at the same time, most of the time... Alien isn't doing hardly anything. You're just scared to death for all of them walking around that damn spaceship. You know, yeah. you know we're getting a new Leprechaun movie. <laughs> Le- Wait, now, is it of the original Leprechaun no. genre? Or Leprechaun in the hood subgenre? No, it's from it's more along the lines of like the original Leprechaun. They're making a new... So this is weird. I, don't, I, I like that we're talking about horror stuff post-Halloween, but no, this is weird. They have a brand new Child's Play movie coming out. What's weird about <laughs> okay. that is it's it has the creative team of the original uh, Child's Play series uh-huh. has nothing to do with this. That's fine. That happens. But at the same time, they're making new Child's Play movies from the original creative team, and he's pitched like a Child's Play TV series. Who's they? The... Uh, de- Don Mancini, the the creative team behind the original Child's Play. Series. Oh, so a new team is taking Child's Play, and and the old team and the original also. team is yeah. So it's oh. just kind of funny, but the new one, at least the poster, that kind of stuff looks great, and it's got Aubrey Plaza mm-hmm. is in it, and Brian Tyree Henry, who's awesome, and it's in um, Atlanta, is in it. So mm-hmm. we'll see how we'll see how it plays so, or how it is. Speaking of Aubrey Plaza, does who she plays act- the same character? In everything? I was say, does she actually act or is she just? She's, you know what's funny is, Legion, Legion, I think she acts. Parks and Rec, I'd say she kind of acted. But for the most part, she's the same character all the time. For the most part, she's just a, my, a slightly toned down version from Parks and Rec. Um, Melissa and I started a movie on Hulu that we just kept seeing ads for called, mm-hmm. I forget what it was, like The Nuns or something. It was something about nuns. And it was a comedy, and it was Aubrey Plaza and Allison Brie. 
and Dave um, uh, Franco, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of other like comedy people. And we were like, oh, this looks great. We watched maybe half an hour, like, we can't do this. They're playing nuns, and they're like, she, you know, she's just playing herself, except in a habit. Like, just yeah. cursing at people, and being, like, physically assaultive and threatening and stuff. And I'm like, that might kind of be funny to see a nun act that way. Right. Then to go watch Sister Act, right. right? No, but that might be, exactly, that might be kind of funny to see an, a nun act that way, except in a hard R and not in a Sister or family friendly thing. Right. Yeah. But, but it, that joke works, like, once, maybe twice. <coughs> it doesn't work when that's all you do, and it works, it doesn't work as well if it's Aubrey Plaza, because you kind of expect that behavior. Right. It would work better, um, what was the Crocodile movie with Betty White? Oh, Crocodile Dundee. Yes. No, Lake, Lake Placid. Placid. <laughs> that one, I remember how... I, I thought she was probably around for it old enough to play Crocodile Dundee. Right. As a croc hunter or whatever. I remember no, how much, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I remember how much people liked that movie, and specifically Betty White, and that she was really funny in that... <laughs> Because she's like a like foul-mouthed sailor. Classic movie. Yeah, she's a foul-mouthed sailor in that movie. And that's mm-hmm. not something you come to expect from Betty White. Right. So then it's like, oh, what? Oh, that's funny. And then we have Aubrey Plaza, who this is who what she always does. Right. Except now she's just doing it in an nun's habit. Well, and, <clears throat> yeah. And unless there was a story, and there could have been. I didn't watch the movie. If there was a storyline that made it similar to Sister Act, but more of an R-rated version where she was someone... And she's hiding as a nun, and she's getting yeah. used to the nun lifestyle in a sense. And but right. no, this is a movie about nuns at a nunnery in like the eighteen hundreds, and Dave Franco is sleeping with some like lord's wife, uh-huh. and he has to flee, and he flees to this convent where they are, and um, pretends to be deaf, I believe. Mm. And so, but Aubrey Plaza and Allison Brie and um, uh, Kate Micucci is, like, just they're verbally abusive to, like, this neighboring guy who kind of takes care of their gardens and stuff, and they're like, you're a pervert, don't look at us. Blah, blah, blah. In, the, <laughs> in the Ghostbusters, <clears throat> who's the girl? Which 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 female, one? Female, female, I'm talking about female comedies. Female, you're talking about female Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. Who's the girl that plays the the one that's, uh, like, the, the scientist that builds things? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. No. no. Uh, Kristen Wiig. No. No. Kate, yes. Kate, Kate McKinnon. Yes. That's, yeah. who, that's who he's thinking. Kate so McKinnon. I just saw Kate, Kate McKinnon and someone else. I don't know if he's actually in... seen the Ghostbusters one, or if he's just basing it off of, you know, the tall one that wore, that wore glasses, so he obviously built stuff. Because the one who was Egon. Yeah, the Egon version. Yeah, the one that was Egon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she she's the only one that specifically builds all their cool stuff. Um yeah, but I just saw her in another movie, like some type of. It was a very sexy movie. Whoa. Oh, where? Oh, Dave's watching a sexy movie. The Spy right? Who Dumped Me. We just watched that. That was not great. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's all. We just saw that. It was, all, it was horrible. No, we didn't. I mean, uh, I, it think was it was, sexy. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was great. We thought it was fun. It wasn't sexy. We thought it was fun. It was, there were some funny moments, but Kate McKinnon, to, <laughs> McKinnon did drive me nuts. I feel yes. like that she movie does, more doesn't she? sexy. She's not... I she, like Kate McKinnon. I think that the director let her monologue and riff a little too long and should have brought in the reins and tightened up her performance. It didn't seem... Like, I thought the film was supposed to be... When you watch Tommy Boy, like a traditional comedy, you're like... All sexist. 
All hands off. They can do whatever they want because it's in a comedy no, okay. world. It can okay. be silly and wacky. Right, 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 right. This right. movie, I thought, was trying to base itself a little bit in reality, and her character was unreal. No, yeah. I was okay. Oh, yeah. To me, to me, the another problem. This is this is a problem with certain comedians in general. Is that some comedians are better off doing when they could do their monologues or they get more in depth. Well, like, like Tommy Boy, for example. Chris Farley and David Spade, they're both funny, and they're also funny playing off each other, reacting mm-hmm. to each other, Why some comedians, that's not their strength. Yeah. And so, right. it, 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 you, you let, also you build up certain things too much. And See, I thought Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis uh, were good together. Yeah. They had good chemistry. Mila was the straight person, and Kate McKinnon was like the madcap. Yeah. But, but they just let Kate McKinnon, who's got an improv background, do a bit too much... Riffing and and they should have directed her a little bit more, like called cut sooner and maybe pulled out some scenes, yeah, and tightened it up. That was my problem. She had a lot of like weird body stuff throwing her arms yeah. around and stuff, and it was like it was a little too wacky for like was. there was kind of a running joke about how she tells her parents everything, including like where they're located, so that it can be overheard by some bad guys. Or yeah. Whatever. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was okay. Incredibles two. So well, well, well so, yeah, let's keep going through the movies we saw, guys. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought that's why you got me was fun, and I thought it was funny at times, but she did drive me a little bit. Have you guys yeah. seen the? <clears throat> I think it's on Hulu now too. This is Us, the TV series. Oh no! Yeah, I quit watching it. Oh, what? Not good. And I've heard from a bunch of people it's actually really good. Now, well, my my big thing is that. <clears throat> yeah, okay, so I used to watch the show Parenthood. I love Parenthood. So my problem, my... This is this is not, trying to be like Parenthood? Well, it's very similar. I don't say it's trying because I don't think it's like a knockoff. No, because they go like to the past and the present. Yeah, it's they, like if Lost Met Parenthood. Yeah, they jump around a ton in different timelines. My only thing is that... Not that not that this is different, but... I like What I like about Parenthood, which some people don't like, is I like that all their issues felt extremely normal and real. Real. It was a very like, real like, like, show. It's like, oh my gosh, their kid has autism. And like that was a huge yeah. like thing they had to deal with in mm-hmm. general. Uh, multiple times. To- I mean, throughout the yeah. whole show, they have to deal with... Like a very real oh, now family. kids are picking mm-hmm. on him. Now kids are... You have to do that. They have to deal with the fact that, like, um, you know, an affair or a marriage isn't working out or, you know, they have all these other things that, they, that feel yeah. very normal. Mm-hmm. To me... This is us. I only watched the first season. It just felt like everything was very grand. Well, uh, tell me what you think about this. There was an article on Entertainment Weekly. So, so that was that was my only thing. Is that everything felt very grand? And it wasn't that we I disliked it. It was just one of those things where, when certain shows I notice, I have like six episodes still on my DVR that I haven't watched yet. I go, do I even care about this show anymore? If no. I if I'm choosing to watch a bunch of other things mm. over watching this. So, like Entertainment Weekly, one of the writers did like a op-ed piece or whatever you want to call it in entertainment and it was basically this is uh it was about this us and it was like stop trying to make us cry and they were mm-hmm. like you know it, they compared it to crime procedurals you know you watch a crime procedure like special victims unit or law and order or whatever it might be and there's a formula for it right and you come Absolutely. back every episode and it's the same formula yes and they said that basically this this is what this is us had fallen into not that it's a good show but they were constantly trying to manufacture tears from their audience and sadness and what have you mm-hmm. versus just letting the stories breathe and do these things and then you get the normal 
um, spectrum like of parenthood. emotion. There'd be episodes that were very emotional and other episodes that were just funny. Yeah. Yeah, or just interesting, <clears throat> where it's like, oh, this is what's happening, like, and it sort of ends with, like, or even ones where you just end annoyed, like, seriously, seriously, that character's going to make that decision? Ugh. And But if that feels more normal because uh-huh. you're invested in the character, so you get angry with them, you get sad with them, you get yeah. annoyed. Mm. So This Is Us is more of a Melodrama. supposed to be tearjerker. Yes, right. yes. That, yeah. that was my only thing. I know people who love it. Lots of people love it. Yeah. I, and I think they leaned in. This is season two or three right now. Three. three. So I think they really leaned into the getting the tears kind of deal. Mm. So. I don't know. I, like I said, I watched season one. I stopped. Um... I thought the first episode was really good, but then when, yeah, I started feeling like, like every single thing just felt like it was a big deal, and I was like, holy crud, if everything's a big deal, how do these people have normal lives? Mm. Like, don't they just have normal days where it's like, the big deal was the fact that they got too angry at their child because their child was misbehaving and driving them crazy, and that was right. their... No, um, it's a... And that was their emotional breaking point, and then they felt like a bad parent, and that's it? Like, not like, not like, oh, we had to cry, but just like... I just feel like I'm bad at... Am I bad at this? They're in a, and that could be the... That's it? Because that... Yeah. But... They're in a I, constant state of crisis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But ultimately, it's, a, it, it's about a masculine. It's about life of this family. Yeah. But like at a certain time, point... At a certain point, if it's been 30 years since your dad died, like, spoilers. maybe you should be kind of over that. I, and I don't mean over that. I don't mean like, oh, okay. But I just mean like, it, it shouldn't be, wreck you. On a on an episode on a, on a daily episode, yeah, uh, yeah, especially that thirty years, yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. Well, and the other thing too is that I also didn't like as much is in Parenthood they all live in the same area. Yeah, here they live across the country from each other, mm. and they just happen to travel to each other almost every few episodes. They've got really good. They got a lot of frequent flyer miles. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little more like okay, like I don't know. Well, we've hit, uh, hit everything else. Welcome maybe. to the pop culture episode. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should talk about what we want to watch hit next. TV and what we're going to watch next. Well, let me just adjust <clears throat> my uh, dial on this to adjust the oh, frequency. Are, yeah, get out the ham radio. What are those lights outside? Uh, yeah, that's the, uh, is that the, is that the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be watching. Enclosed strictly <laughs> in your kitchen? Yes. Yeah. Can I see it? No. Seymour, the fire, the house on fire. No, mother, it's the Aurora Borealis. That's a Simpsons reference from around seventh year. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you just kept going. Well, yeah, Anyways, we're watching well. Frequency next week, so uh, yeah, not they, the TV show. No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> no, no. I did, wasn't was, even aware. There was, there was a TV well, show. Cool. Uh-huh. I bet that was awesome. Okay, it lasted for like a season on the CW. It was one of the only CW shows that got canceled after. Like, okay. I'm bored of that. All right. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Awesome Podcast. If you enjoy us, please tell a friend and read or review us on iTunes. This has been a Carry Around a Production.